0: Welcome to She Can and She Will. My name is Marianne Brown, also known as the Country Mompreneur. I'm joined by my co-host, Deesa McAllister. We are moms, work-from-home experts, and queens at helping women take control of their lives. On this show, you will learn from us as well as other women who kick butt in their lives and want to help you do the same. So sit back and get ready for some fun. Welcome to She Can and She Will, and we are being joined today by Allison Taylor with Everybody's Gotta Eat. Allison, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Yay, I'm so excited. Now, first of all, tell us a little bit about yourself, and I know you have a podcast, right? Tell us how you got this started. I do. I have a podcast of my
1: own. It's called Everybody's Gotta Eat,
0: and it basically just helps women
1: and moms feed their family, and it was really born out of my own struggle with that. And as moms, as working women, we're so busy. And sometimes it feels like making dinner can be the thing that just, that just kind of sets us over the edge, Mm
0: -hmm. you know?
1: And I want to take that away in any way that I can. And so that's really just a love for my fellow
0: women and moms doing it all. Yes, I know that for me, that's the biggest headache is trying to think of something new and not do the same thing week, day after day and week after week, because sometimes you run into a rut. Yeah, for sure. And it's in stressful. that, I think we also have to
1: realize, like, it's okay. That's also okay. If you have a rotation that's working, and you're not getting too many complaints, <laughs> just just do it. You know, yeah. I, I just, we have to take away that stress, you know? It's just food. I know it's so important. I know we all need it, mm-hmm. but it—I just don't want it to ever be this like source of huge stress for people.
0: Also, my son goes through phases, and I'm, I'm sure most kids do this, where all he wants is hot dogs. All he wants is hot dogs, and then a week later, I don't want hot dogs ever again. I hate them. They go through <laughs> these phases where they want only one thing, and then for they never sure. want it again.
1: Yep, that's so true. <laughs>
2: yeah or or ice cream, right? Like it's stuff that like dude, we can't eat that for dinner right for
1: like, I know yeah. I have a two year old who wakes up and wants cookies for breakfast, and I'm like, <laughs> huh, where did he learn that? but it's not it's he just thinks it's food. He hasn't <laughs> realized that there's food that you eat at certain times and there's food that you don't eat at certain times, so he he thinks it's a perfectly acceptable question <laughs> that's true.
2: Well, um, well, tell us a little bit about uh, about your background and and um and how did you get started? what did you what did you put together for people?
1: Yeah, so I am a military spouse. I've been married for almost <laughs> ten years. We have three children, and I have always grown up around cooking and being in the kitchen. That was huge for my mom's side of the family, especially. so my great grandma, my grandma, and my mom. I was always noticing that it really seemed like an act of love to get together and feed a big group of people, feed, you know, extended family. And I would just watch the joy and love of that act of service. And for me, it's never, I love food. I love to eat, of course. But for me, it's been more of like, this is how I show that I care, that I love my family. Um so over the years you know I could have cereal for dinner I don't care and I would never really cook for myself if if I was alone so mm-hmm. getting married and having children I've really expanded on cooking and experimenting and doing what works for us and realizing man it has to really be what works for your own family there are so many things out there there's okay. so much information So many different tips and tricks and meal prep or meal plan or all of that. There's so much. And it's really about figuring out where you are in your life, what your family's preferences are, how busy you are or the working dynamic of your family and just
0: kind of figuring out for yourself what works. I'm sort of like you in the fact that back before I had my family, I would just buy like a rotisserie chicken and then just throughout the week have it in different ways. Just yeah. mm, And that would just be good. <laughs> yep, for <laughs> sure. Dance. I'm so about like belly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what are some yeah. tips that you have for moms that want to start the whole meal planning process? Yeah, I think my biggest tip is to start small. So I don't think, and
1: you have to think about what you can sustain. So if you're just starting to think, okay, I want a meal plan, I wouldn't start with seven days a week. That's not realistic, and that's setting yourself up to feel like you're failing if you run through the drive through And that's definitely not what we want. We want right. to feel empowered by these decisions. So start small. Write down a couple meals. They don't have to be on specific days. Just write down a couple meals that you can make. Get the ingredients for those meals. And then figure out which days it's going to work to cook those meals. And I think a lot of people get confused about meal planning versus meal prepping. And I am not someone that can spend a Sunday afternoon and get all my meals ready. It's just not realistic. And then I feel like so much stuff comes up during the week. Are we going to waste all this food that I'm
0: prepping? Yeah. I've so, tried this for the meal prepping thing and wasted a bunch of food because we end up having to go to a football game and we eat out or something like that. Yep. Yeah. And I think yeah.
1: by the end of the week, you're getting pretty tired of the same mm-hmm.
0: thing. Mm-hmm. And plus, yeah. if you don't totally know how to do the food prepping thing, you'll start make a bunch of stuff and make it on Sunday. And by Friday, it's not good anymore. Wow. Yeah.
2: Last for time. sure.
0: It gets a little little soggier.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Not how you made it on Sunday. So, I mean, all the more power to the people that can do that. Yeah. Um, It just doesn't work for me. And I just want anyone listening to know, like, you're not failing if you're not, you know, doing 100% of everything on Sunday or planning out seven meals a week. If you have the desire to start doing that, whether it be for health Or financial or just to feel like you're taking ownership of feeding your family. Just start small and don't feel like you have to like do
0: so much, you know? So how do you get through your day? Between work, your family and all the in-betweens, who has the time to connect with others who face your similar struggles? Join us at our monthly Women Helping Women virtual networking sessions to make connections with other women who face your same struggles. Make new contacts, whether you are looking for business connections, accountability partners, or to build relationships. If you've never joined a virtual networking session, it's very laid back and we try to make it fun for all who attend. We ask you share your name, what you do for a living, and what you're looking to get out of the session. We encourage people with like interests to share their contact info to connect once the session is over. This is a great opportunity to build bonds with new people who you never would have met in your day-to-day life. So whether you're looking to make professional connections or looking to find some new friends, sign up for our next session. Find more information at thecountrymonpreneur.com. I feel like I've yeah. accomplished a lot if I buy, like, a package of ground beef and do two different creative meals out of it. I'm like, I was fancy this week. Yeah. <laughs> I saved money and made two different meals.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's that's something that you could. Like, if you buy a big, like, three-pound package of ground meat, you could cook all of it, knowing that if you make tacos, it's mm-hmm. really easy to use the cooked meat if you're making sloppy joes or spaghetti. So – that would be easy. That's kind of like a nice yeah. hack to have. Like I, ha- I already have this cooked meat, which is usually the hardest part is yeah. cooking the meat. Um, So that would work. Um, And I will. I I work from home part time. I don't do the nine to five. And so for me, what works is if I get five minutes here or five minutes there, I'll be like, oh, I'm going to chop the vegetables that I need for tonight. I'm going to cut up the chicken so that it's easier to cook later. I do small things like that so that when five o'clock rolls around, I actually have the motivation because I know I've done a little bit of the prep so it's not so overwhelming. And my two year old is like always at my feet. He always wants to be held. He loves cooking and so Mm -hmm. he wants to see the action. And I have yet to buy one of those like Big wooden stools. <laughs> but I'm like, I should get one of those so he can just, like, watch me the whole time mm-hmm. and I don't have to pick him up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's that that's idea. Awesome. I get think help. kids more and more yeah. these days are getting into cooking, too. Yeah. Fun, it's fun for them. For sure. Yeah.
1: And at the same time, that can be pretty stressful for moms that just want to get it done. It's like, yeah, no, I don't want you to help every step of the way. But I think if you give them one job. It helps them feel like they're contributing. And I think it also helps them eat mm-hmm. the food because they're like, oh, I help. So this yeah, is my yeah. creation. I'll go ahead and eat this. Yeah,
2: you're absolutely right. I have uh, teenagers and I did terrible, terrible, like no exposure to cooking or anything when they were younger. But uh, but if they help out, it's like. Uh, mom, you're not eating Dalen's meat. You know, like it's, it's very specific. Like, hey, you know, my brother made this. We're eating this. I I love that. That's so cute. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's, uh, what's the most important thing to you when it comes to feeding your family? Oh goodness. I feel like I go through phases. (laughs) So
1: we, I think recently, We are finding more and more information about what's healthy or what's not or what we find in the grocery stores may not actually be considered food when it really comes down to it. And it's so overwhelming. And I feel like I am constantly failing if I buy a bag of Cheetos because I just saw on Instagram what that bag of Cheetos has in it. And I'm like, but my kids love Cheetos and they're so hungry when they get home from school. And that's what they want to eat. And so for me, it's finding that like inner balance of, yes, I want the best for my kids. I want to set them up for a life that's healthy. And at the same time, not freaking out every time I feel like I've done something wrong when it comes to what they're eating. Because again, when we act out of fear or anxiety, it's not sustainable. And it makes you feel like you're not, that you're not capable. And so I just have to like really work on, it's okay that they ate some Cheetos or it's okay that we ran through McDonald's. It's okay. And it's also okay that I am learning and I'm going to get this ingredient knowing that it's healthier than this alternative. And so it's just, it's growing. It's a journey. So
0: I like it. So how can people access your podcast and listen to it? And what's it called once again? It's called everybody's gotta eat. I
1: know it's not grammatically correct, but it's no, I like it. It's the truth. It's catchy. <laughs> and really you can listen to it pretty much anywhere that you can listen to podcasts.
2: So awesome. Awesome. Okay. And we ask all of our guests, um, and I'm really curious to hear on this, you seem like a very, very kind, patient person. Uh, What is the one way you stay organized? And you can pick pick any category you like there.
1: I am a huge list maker, and I am old school. So it has to be my pen and my paper. You know, I have, like, five different notebooks scattered around the house where if I think of something, because I am a mom of three – my brain feels like scrambled eggs all the time. I have to write it down. If I remember something when I'm getting ready in the bathroom, I have a notebook that's nearby that I'll write it down, and that helps me feel organized. And it's also really rewarding to like, you know, physically cross it out. I love that.
0: <laughs> Aww, yeah, that is very cool. Well, Allison Taylor, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you fun. so much for having me. This was fun. Thank you for listening. For more information, join us at thepmagency.com.